we back with uh, a new episode of the Hot Shot Podcast. You know, I can't I can't think of a clever rhyme scheme for this one. So yeah, y'all just gonna have to bear with me. I know it's been a while. It's been a while. Been going through some things. Been going through some things recently. But it's black. It's the end. It's close to the end of Black History Month. So I thought I'd do a little um, fun Black History fact. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, DMX was the first artist to have both his uh, both his albums, It's Dark and Hell is Hot, and Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, go number one in the same year. Actually, it wouldn't went to Tupac, but uh, one of his albums was really postpartum, like after his death, and so it was like, eh. And DMX technically was number one, but if it wasn't for that technicality of like his like other album, you know, also um going after he was after he passed away and under like a different name and title, label, whatever, you know, it would have been Tupac. But that was a fun fact. So for this episode, it's gonna be crew love. It's gonna be me giving back and, you know, showing love to like the artists I think is dope within my hometown and like some dope artists like I already know. So starting off back, I gotta go with my boy uh corporate for this year. He just dropped uh his debut album called The Proposal. If you know if you're from Chicago and you watch them uh Chicago Be Like videos, you know, you definitely know who corporate is. Oh God. <laughs> That's him. So like my first impressions of this album, it was it was really dope. Like, you know, for him to be a comedian, but also a good rapper was pretty good. Um, for all the um, the hype he put around it, he didn't, he delivered. Where, like, some of my songs, I'm liking from, like, the intro to, like, St. Laurent Duffel, Chicago Love Story, uh, I Beg Your Pardon, Zell, pretty good song. The only con I would have, per se, is... Um, the more gimmicky kind of songs, he could have just left off the album and it probably would have improved it a little bit more. That's it. He could have got slightly more personal with some of the, um, with some more tracks on here. But I feel like he gave us a balance of the both goofy and like the more serious tones of like what he was talking about on the album. You know, dealing with heartbreak, dealing with losing a loved one, you know, and uh, stuff, stuff like that. So, you know, shout out to Corporate for the his debut album called The Proposal. And then we move on to um I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but a dude named Hickson. Funny enough, I met Hickson at a Mavi concert and like I don't know, dude was just cool. He was like, Hey, <laughs> add me on the IG and I just and he was an artist too, so I was like, Oh, you know what, I'm gonna just go ahead and listen to his um his album. It, it's pretty good. I think I'm like almost finished with it. I'm at like the last two songs. Like so far, so so far, so good. Um, my favorite tracks on this one was um, "Riding," "Loving Is Easy." Uh, let's see, "Bloom Street" and "Evergreen." Like, what makes him so dope though is like. He could do like these cool um, R&B songs with the rapping too. Like it's pretty cool. Like it's something that you can listen to on a late night 
or driving through the city, a song you could listen to on a road trip or while the sunset dwindles down. Like he he's like legitimately talented. Clear voice, you can hear everything he's saying. The mixing is good. The production is stellar. The the vocals. This, this man vocals are something else. So like I, I like him. <laughs> so yeah, definitely check out Essentials by uh Hickson. Hexen on Hexen. I, I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> but uh, moving on to another new artist that I found at another Marvel concert I was at. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's necessarily a Chicago native per se. But um, it's this um dude named the Dark Skin Rapper. I'm not lying. That's his name, the Dark Skin Rapper. I'm not trying to describe him. Like I know it sounds kind of crazy, but uh, he just released his um. I can't say album because like it's 16 minutes long, so it's like a, a EP of sorts called Dark Mill Wins, and it's pretty good. Um, I would best describe him as a mix between like Pink Shifu and like Young Morpheus with like the lazy type raps and the flows or whatever. If you ever heard of him, but um, it's 16 tracks long. It doesn't take much of your time. And like the highlights for me was a uh, two songs named Yum and a uh, VDS. Um, beside my only cons with this one, but besides it being like short, it seems like either the mixing or like just his vocals himself is just like very low and sometimes hard to hear him. And so like I get he's going with like the the lazy chilled out flow, chilled out vibe, but like I would say maybe like turn up the mix into it like you can actually like hear them clearer or like better or like just I don't know make your voice a little bit louder and I think he's fine but um besides that like I said laid back chill, chilled out tracks um the production is like kind of what stands out here this is amazing like like well he was working on the production they got it Production is so dope, so good. And then now I'm moving on to a dude named Fat Money. Now, King put me on a Fat Money actually like probably close to like a year ago. And I was like, yeah, I'll get to it. Because King was like, he he really rapping out here. So like I went ahead, checked out his latest album, Money Got Wings, and he be spazzing. Like if I had to give you a good... <clears throat> Comparison to who Fat Money reminds me of, if anybody in Chicago was around the early 2000s, no. Like, he reminded me of a, a, a Bump J type beat, or like the way he was rapping. And funny enough, he got Bump J as a feature on his album. And I was like, oh, that's, that's dope. That's solid. So I was listening to it, and every song on here is really fire. I like Enstroski, 400 Degrees, Back in the Rack, uh... 2004 like you know those are the standouts for me um there really is no cost besides it's similar sounding a bit like the production landscape can get a little bit uh i guess you say stagnant but that's not even a problem because like all the beats is hard so like besides that it's it's, it's really good i i suggest you go check it out so then we moving on to like some of some of the peoples I know, man. And I'm a I'm gonna start off with uh Kareez. 
the artist Kurt is, man. I've been vibing with him, man. I've been vibing with him. And he released his his follow-up project to Kurt is 1, which is uh, Kurt is 2. And that album is pretty good. It was like one of my favorites of the year to listen to. And like just the one song, if you don't listen to nothing else from this episode of podcast, you need to check out uh, Touch the Song. It's like one of the best songs of the year. And like, it's just heartfelt, very impactful, emotional, all that jazz. It's a pretty good song. I repeat. If you don't listen to no other song on here, check out Curry's Touch the Sun, bro. Pretty good. Pretty good, man. And then we move on to our boy, Black Boy Infinity. Shout out to Black Boy Infinity. I think he got a I think he has an upcoming um sold out show somewhere in Brooklyn. Shout out Black Boy Infinity. Um let me pull up the Spotify real quick. Yep. Okay. So I got Spotify pulled up and uh, you should check out Unprovoked Promises by Black Boy Infinity. If one thing's for sure, two things for certain, that man definitely has the club jams. He definitely going to have you moving, bopping, shaking, twerking, whatever you do. He's going to have you moving. Uh, some of my favorite songs from here was Joker Freestyle, where he absolutely just he absolutely goes off on this one in his bag. And it's like the beat is just bouncing. It's just like boom, 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 boom. It's like that. Um, It's like it's like his production style, bro. It's like very Afro beats slash like early 2000s, like Young Money, Manny Fresh type beats inspired where it's just like bouncing. Boom. Boom, huge bass, drums, all that. <laughs> and like these lighthearted, like color palettes that they that you call beats is really what I would describe this album as. Like it's really good. And oh yeah, wait, I forgot. Besides Joker Freestyle, I like I like uh Camp Laszlo, Hula Hoop, and uh Pulled Up. Especially cause Carlos come through with the Trombone? I think he plays the trombone. I'm hoping I'm getting it right. But yeah, he, he comes through on there and it kills it. It's like shout out to uh Black Boy Infinity. And then we also gotta shout out uh Lynn Legendary, the homie Lynn. She's a another artist that I, I, I mess with, I rock with. Like late I think she released uh this EP called This Lifetime, and like one of my favorite songs on that was uh Lay Low. I think it was like her leading single too up to like the EP. Great song, and I think um I haven't listened to Extortion yet, but like very angelical voice. Rise through the beat pretty rise through all the production really really well like really great vocalist. And funny enough, before she even started releasing music, I was like, I was like, man, you really need to start <laughs> making music for real because you got a voice. People thought I was just playing. I was kidding. I was I was dead ass. And uh, <laughs> it came to fruition. And I was just, hey, I think she recently um, sung at uh, the Wizard 
song of the national anthem after the Wizards game. So, like, she's moving up in the world. But uh, moving on, uh, is there anybody else I want to shout out? Hmm. Can't. Oh, yeah. I got to shout out uh, another Chicago rapper that I don't personally know, but, like, I just now discovered named Vic Spencer. Dude is is nice with the raps. Very unorthodox rhyme scheme and rhyme pattern. But, like, for the most part, it works. And, like, I was checking out the stuff he did in 2022. But he has an album out right now, um, 2023, with a... 38 Special doing a, a production called Green Thumbs Meets the Tr- Trigger Fingers, which is, I haven't heard it yet, but I'm excited to listen to it. But going back to what I was saying, <clears throat> he released four albums, 2022, which is um, Impact, I Must Punch a Car Today, Psychological Cheat Sheet 3, Mudslide, and Still Here. If I had to rank them, I would put a... Uh, it's hard because, like, I'll probably put Psychological Cheat Sheet 3 just because the production is just, like, by August Fanning is just so amazing on there. Even though I feel like he has his best performances on Impact, I Must Punch a Car Today. So, like, Psychological Cheat Sheet number one, Impact number two, I would say Still Here at number three. Mudslide at four. And then like some like songs I would say uh that is that I would like suggest you listen to if you only got that much time to listen to like four albums. Uh is one called Only Ignorance Wins. It's another one called Snow Roach. It's uh another song called uh I think uh Spitbook. It's another song called Obey Your Thirst. Then you got Waves, Micro. And then you got another song called uh, Isolation and Separation. Okay, so uh, moving on. Let's see who else I had to talk about. Oh, funny enough, at one of those Mavi shows, I also did meet this artist called DSE. She just, hmm. I guess you would say she she's just really starting to put out more music or not, because like she just had this latest EP with like Open Minds, and it's like three songs on there called Opel, Open Minds, and Say Grace. Again, great singer. All of them songs is good, you know, smooth vibes. Suggest you check those out as well. Okay, so. Let me think. Do I have anybody else to shout out? That's either from the city or that I know. Hmm. Uh. Let me check. Do 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 do
I think I have one more, and I think his name is Geo. I can't. I can't say this long name. I'm gonna say Jess with G E S. I'm gonna just say that, <laughs> and I'm gonna just add the name into the description. Uh, he just released a track today, commemorating his 25th birthday, called Passing Time. All all the music is on Spotify. Well, all his available music on Spotify. He doesn't have any albums yet per se, just singles. But like from what I'm hearing, he's improving steady pace. The only, I guess, thing is mostly nitpicking. It's mostly his voice. His voice is eh, a little bit too nasally for me. A little bit, eh. But I feel like that's just going to improve over time. But like everything yells between the bar work, the flows, and like the some of the beats he be rapping on is pretty solid. So like I would say where I really think I'm like, oh, he's really starting to get nice is from like emergency sirens all the way up to his latest project. But like if I had to give you a song per se to like go check out, I would say Song Train Express Glow. Um, I think produced by Naval. Don't worry about it if I'm mispronouncing all these names. I'll put it in the um, description. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay, so now I got the crew love done out the way. I wanted to briefly discuss um, the Grammys. Since people, you know, was talking about the Grammys since while I've been on hiatus. I didn't really have nothing to say about the Grammys. Like, you know, Beyonce won the most Grammys, you know. That historic record, that was cool, you know. Kendrick ran the Grammy, that was that was cool or whatever. Um was I I don't I don't get why Beyonce Beehive fans was like mad that Shane went album of the year. Like I know they gave it to like old white boy, um what's his name? I don't yeah, he's not even relevant enough in my atmosphere to know his name, but like I don't get why why, you know, that was mad. Like it's the Grammys. It's it, like look who be voting, bro. It's, it's white supremacy, you know, personified. Like they gave one of the they gave album of the year to Macklemore over Kendrick Lamar's uh the Pepper Butterfly one year. So like y'all should have known what type of time they on. And like I seen a thread where somebody was like literally posting all the times she was snubbed from album of the year. What made you think that it was gonna be different or something? Like that was even more proof. Like, I, like y'all should have just took that, you know, that she made history, took it, and just ran with it, gang. Like, <laughs> y'all be impressed over seemingly this inf- insignificant, like, you know, I guess award in the grand scheme of things is just like crazy. Cause like you know, <laughs> the Grammys are always on that type of timing, so it's just confusing to me, like why people care so 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 much especially because they've consistently done it especially like just the other year the whole the whole controversy with um Tyler the creator getting like the rap album of the year when like his album which was um let me remember what it was I was gonna say earthquake that was the song Igor Igor getting like 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 these urban awards, which aka is just another word they use for nigga, just like how people on Twitter be using woke. 
Like they was giving it all these urban awards, rap appeal and all that when it was like really not even a rap album, you know? So I'm just like weirded that people still care about the Grammys. Well, we should just let that go. I, I get why people still do because of the alleged prestige, but like it's crazy work out here. That's all I got to say. It is crazy work. But uh, hmm, moving on. Oh, the Rihanna performance at the Super Bowl. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was cool. I didn't expect the Rihanna to do that much, and she really didn't need to. And I don't know why people was like, oh. It, I was, it, it was cool that Rihanna performed, but like, it wasn't really that good. What did y'all expect? She pregnant. I don't know. People act like Rihanna, like Beyonce or something. Like, she just do backflips, swanton bombs, just German suplexes while pregnant. Like, like no. Like, you know, some people's bodies work different. And, like, I never saw Rihanna be that much of, like, a really end-up performer like that anyway to be, like, yeah, I expected better. Like, eh. I don't know. People was weird. Like, she had a whole baby bump. Like, she was just living her, her life on that stage. I'm just happy for her. And I hope she collected bags off of that performance. And, um, hmm. Oh, I know I can close with. Because it was Valentine's Day since this. Actually, Valentine's Day has passed since this recording. And, you know, I didn't really do anything on Valentine's Day. I was just chilling. I was chilling, relaxing. I hope everybody had a dope Valentine's Day. If you didn't have Valentine's Day, I hope you have to, you know, celebrate yourself. Take yourself out to dinner. I don't know. Take your loved ones out to dinner. I don't know. Hang out with some people. I don't know. Do something loving and fun on um, Valentine's Day. But speaking of that, I just wanted to highlight some of my favorite uh, Valentine's Day songs, per se. A quick five. So one of them was... um. Had to be uh, Selfish by Slum Village. Actually, Selfish by Slum Village featuring John Legend and and, and uh, Yay. Yeah, Yay, Jesus. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's a smooth joint, too. Especially with John Legend. I'm calling how to all my, all my. Ladies and my girl, let you, let you. <laughs> like that man, that man went crazy. <laughs> okay, moving on. And then up next, I would have to go with uh, that Lil' Kim crushing on you song. Like the beat, iconic. True, like everything iconic from the from the album cover that this song is featured on to like Lil Cam to like the the beat, the hook, the verses, everything is just wow, just perfect. <laughs> so then, um, moving on, of course we got uh Tyler the Creator Earthquake. Man, you do not know how much this song had me on a choco. Like, at first, I was so hesitant to listen to this album because I was like, 
I don't know. Is Tyler on that weird shit again? And I was like, eh, I don't know. People getting high to praise. I was like, I don't know if it's for me. And then when I heard Earthquake, I was like, you know what? This is a bop. Especially this man talking about, you know, to his lover, I'm assuming, don't leave, you know? <laughs> Begging, pleading. I'm telling you, man. It ain't good love song without somebody being overly thirsty, overly zealous, or like begging, pleading for you not to lead them with snot and tears rolling down their eyes. But like, man, don't leave. It's my fault. Yeah. Don't. Like, like, man, I don't know. Tyler just went absolutely berserk on that song. So that's three. Hmm. Let's see. Four. Uh, ooh, that um, that LL Cool J song, "Love You Better," man. <sighs> Funny enough, my first experience with LL Cool J was listening to more of his R and B joints, and then find out later he was a rapper. I was like, "Wait, what? I thought he was an R and B dude." Hey, that boy LL Cool J is talented, cause like, I knew him before. I knew he was a rapper. I knew his man as like. A, a actor slash R&B artist. Did not know he, he he started off as a rapper. I was like, oh. But that boy, LL Cool J, don't get enough praise by people for being multifaceted and like really talented. But uh, I can't love you better. Boom, boom. The whole beat, the, the drums in the background. And that man's smooth-ass voice. Like, I don't know, man. LL Cool J was like, I don't know. I think back then it was like the Michael B. Jordan of the 2000s. Like, the man was a heartthrob. <laughs> like, I could, like, I've seen so many girls with the LL Cool J posters back in the day. <laughs> that man was really out there. And then for, like, my final song, my final like Valentine's Day type song, I have to give it to the to the um the Method Man and Mary J Blige. I'll be there for you. You all I need. Like when I say classic record, classic record. Like Mary J Blige and Method Man just seemed like they had that connection and just went off on that joint. If you haven't heard it. I'm gonna need you to go listen to it. Really good song. Really good song. But well, I'm glad to get back into the swing of things here. So uh I'm gonna end this podcast episode with a farewell. I hope everybody's doing good. I hope you're drinking enough water. You eating good. You ducking them bill collectors, you know, checking that credit score. And uh I'll see you later. Peace.